Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You know who else is a workhorse? Who? Jack Rewalt. He is a workhorse. You there, young man? I think we've got you on the line. How are we, boys? What's going on? Hoops, how are you going? Uh, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Just um, actually packing my bag to get ready to get on the plane to head to Adelaide today. So um, hard at it. What, what what excites you about Adelaide, Jack? Have you got a, a favourite establishment? Is there a coffee shop somewhere that you that you that you really enjoy? Um, oh, gee. I actually like going on the beach, too. But there's a really good coffee shop down at the beach, so I actually really got like going to that. Where, where do you do? You go Glenelg, or do you sort of do you held more oh, Henley? I What's it? Do, even, do you I know? Couldn't tell you. No, no, he way. doesn't know what players he's playing against. The... <laughs> All about him. You get on the main drag and just drive down there. So Glenelg, I reckon you've had it. You've gone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it is pretty I've down that way. A lot of old, a lot of old sandstone buildings. Look out for them. I tell you what was fascinating, Jackie boys, and I've already had a conversation with you this week, but I jumped on the plane uh, at the footy last weekend and, well, you just for half time, you're 40 points down. I switched my phone off and got back on with seven or eight minutes to go in the game. Golly, that's a, that was a big turnaround, mate. Yeah, it was. Flash, it was... Um, it was uh... It's a really weird game. Like, um, we, we probably copped a little bit of the raw end of the stick with a few decisions that um, turned into goals. So there's probably three or four that were just reflective of free kicks. Now, there's a couple that were our own doing, and then there was maybe a couple of dubious ones. But um, that that really hurt us. And um, our, our inability to, to kick straight even early on was probably something that, that hurt us as well. We had a few shots from, from fairly close that... Um, I mean, if you, if you make sure of them, then the margin's pretty close. But, um, yeah, that, that from sort of like I reckon maybe halfway through the second quarter, we were sort of going goal for goal. We just we were working really hard for our goals and they were, they were getting ones that were, that were maybe a little bit easier in terms of they, they, they just played some really good, good football and, and we'd grind away and get a goal and then they'd just go bang and, and get one out of the middle or do something amazing. So... Um, yeah, we were sort of teetering there for a bit, but our ability, I think, we sort of kicked three goals in a row off the back of the halftime break um, really got us back into the game. How did a game swing so so drastically, Jack? You know, we were talking before about uh, the Geelong-Western Bulldogs game, and those two halves were, were so drastically um, the opposite. The, the doggies blitzed it, then the cats yeah. came out and blitzed it. Your your game was exactly the same. Brisbane were unstoppable. It didn't matter what you did; they were just on fire. You guys come out, um, flick the switch, 40, 40 point turnaround. How, how, how does that happen? Is there a is there an answer to that, or is it just a gross unknown? Uh, I think there's, there's a whole um, accumulation of things, Jeeva. Like um, tactically, you start to, to to get the ball played on your terms a little bit. Um, 
So, I mean, we're obviously a bit of a free-flowing side to where we're able to... And maybe that's the, the weight of the scoreboard actually being taken off your shoulders because, like, well, if it goes south, it doesn't really matter because we're 40 points down. But so you don't think about it as much. Um, and I think from the other point of view, and we've been in this situation a few times this year, is that the rumbling of noise of that they're coming is, is the other thing. Like, it's all of a sudden you start find yourself sneaking a look at the scoreboard and you go, do you have 40 points? And it's like, oh, yeah. And then the next thing you know, you look up five minutes later and it's 28 points. And you're like, oh, yeah, still a nice margin. And then five minutes later, you look up and it's 12 points and you think, oh, holy hell, what's happened to that 40-point margin that we've, we've we've just sort of obliterated, really? So there, there's a whole host of things. But that's the, that's the great thing about sport is that, and, and certainly about AFL, is that clearly this year you, you're never out of it. And and which is, you know, and and sport is beautiful in that sense, but why can't we do that from the start? You know, so that that whole (laughs) philosophy of, oh, well, let's remove the scoreboard, but we'll get to 40 points down. We'll play this free-flowing game that is amazing. And your pressure through that that period, the the defensive pressure was Richmond of premiership success. Like, it was just phenomenal. Why why can't we do that from the start as, as sports people and... It's. Um, I'm. I'm sure the psychologists have the answer. That's the million dollar question. But, it is. It's um, the big question. Yeah. I, I think for us, if we're just looking at, our, yeah, for our game in a silo, like we we just we had our butt kicked a little bit around contested ball, so we 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 can never get our hands on the ball, and then we never get a chance to pressure because the ball was was going out of the middle and then all going out of the defensive 50 pretty easy and, and we weren't able to put that pressure on. But when, when we started to get our hands on the footy, you get a bit of territory, um, you start to get get it to positions which are predictable for your team to, to be able to defend. That's probably the thing that leads into to that um, manic defence that we've been known for for, for for a while now. So uh, it's amazing how just uh, offense, defense, and, and contest, and probably stoppage all link into each other. That if, if one part of that chain's broken, um, how much it can affect the next part down the line. Uh, and, and it has like the, the fullback. What the fullback does has a real reflection on what happens to the full forward, and vice versa. The full forward can do something wrong, and whilst they're 150 meters apart, it actually can have a real direct effect on what happens to the last bloke defending. So. Um, getting everything right, getting your system right, um, is the one thing that we always speak about. Is that 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 you may be having a poor game personally, but if you if if you rely on the system, that will be your safety net to get you back into the game. So, Jack, with with that in mind, do you think that there will be a shift away from from line coaches? So you've obviously got your defensive coaches, your midfield coaches, your uh, you know your forwards. Does that does that all just link in a way? If it's one system. Uh, one team, one system. Everyone needs to be on the same page. What, what, what do those line coaches address during those breaks? Is it, is it, is each coach addressing the same message, uh, or are they all different? How, how does, how does that look? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, Jiva. It's, um, I suppose that's what match committees for. It's for collaboration and, and, and actually um, coming up together with a plan together. So, um, whilst every coach coaches in their own line. Um, and uh, the ability to cross over lines in meetings like match committee makes um, is so important. So there, there is input. So it's not just how hey, you worry about your backyard. It's hey, I'm, I'm, this is my main department, but um, let's work together as a, as a whole goal. So um, 
and defensively and offensively, I mean, David Teague looks after just offense and 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 no line, and and Adam Kingsley looks after defense and the back. So, I mean, they have a license to clearly come over and and have a conversation about all aspects of the mechanisms of defense and offense to make sure that um, there isn't just one message going to a line and then a different one going to another line. It's actually a, a whole group message. Geez, you've been in the war, son. You broke your snoz on the weekend. How did that happen? Uh, yeah, not a great result, that one, Flashman. So um, <laughs> late in the game, late in the game, side so sent halfbacks off just to just to try and create a bit of chaos. And I chased Calamartini, and he actually had me get the ball, and he stepped back, and I was like, because I'd use my elite pace to stay with him, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I um, <laughs> got the headbutt in the nose. And it was like, the siren went. It was just like a big celebration. The siren's gone. And the benches are all like, yeah. And, I was, and I'm just lying in the middle of the G. And I just had claret coming out left and right. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I copped it. So, um, no, it was a bit of a, a bit of a scene. And, mate, look, I've got a lot of players in, of the last 10 years in your team that I've loved, but none more than Dylan Grimes. Um not a great result with um, what's happened with him with his hamstring during the week. What's the situation there? Yeah, so Grimes is uh, was sort of in limbo a little bit with whether he was going to have surgery or go through a, um, uh, just the normal healing process, but he's, he's opted to go in and have surgery because it gives him a um, a, a chance at, at playing again this year if we're able to go um, go deep into September. So he's had one stitch put into his hamstring. I know it sounds pretty minor, but... Um, I mean, I mean, the, the seriousness for this is the fact that Dylan's had um, serious major um, hamstring surgery and hamstring issues before. So, um, yeah, it, it's obviously a pretty bittersweet moment from what was a really, really big weekend for the club with obviously Shane Humphrey, Shane Edwards is three hundred and whatnot. So, um, yeah, feeling feeling for Dylan at the moment. It's um, yeah, it's going to be a really trying time for him, and, and but no doubt, I mean, he's the ultimate professional. And you had Tom Lynch, of course, with a hammy a couple of weeks ago. He's come back. And Dustin Martin, of course, with his hammy. How's how's the champ tracking? Uh, he's going all right. Yeah, he's going all right. He's in rehab at the moment. It's a pretty, pretty isolating spot rehab. So it's been actually... Um, it's been it's always difficult to, to talk to people in rehab because they, they train on one side of the ground. But, um, yeah, for, for, for anyone that's in that sort of injury space, it, there's a real... Um, there's a real focus put on to, to make sure they tick along okay mentally. Physically, we'd be sorted by the, the coaches, but mentally, it's up to the players to continually make sure they feel engaged in, in, in the day-to-day program. Um, there's a direct correlation, 100%. If you're feeling great and people and you're up and about, you, you'll recover quickly, So um, or quicker, sorry. Um, so, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's where he's at the moment. He's, he's in a really good spot. Jack, you've played with some unbelievable footballers and, and have played in a you know in a uh, in a competition that's littered with talent. Obviously, Shay Bolton is he'd have to be on the podium, wouldn't he, for you as uh, one of the most exciting? Yeah, he, he's he, just he, he's, he's taking games apart at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's having a fantastic year, um, and it's sort of been it's just been rumbling away for a little bit. And we've seen a little bit of this. Um, I mean, in games in the past sort of two, three years. I remember his first possession, and I think it might have been against Flash's mob, Sydney at the MCG, and he did two of the most unbelievable crumbs I've ever seen. And I was just like, whoa, this 
got a little bit of talent. And then all of a sudden, he's um, a young man that's figured out how to start to work hard. Uh, he knows what his strengths are. His mental game's really good. Like, he actually constantly, like, is just evolving, getting to the next contest and not having um, a delay of, of um, attitude or mindset because of something that's happened in the past, which is really, really hard to teach people. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, in terms of where he sits, Jeeva, I mean, I've played with some pretty good players. Yeah. It's probably, probably it's hard to... to... To, to around maybe the maybe sort of eighth to fifth. I mean, probably Ranty, uh, Dustin, Koch, and uh, Richo. I mean, they're sort of they're sort of probably the top ones. So there's 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 a few there, but he's certainly um, he's um, he's not just just making his way slowly up the AFL ladder in terms of best players. He's scaling it at a rate at the moment. So I, um, yeah, I'm, I wanted important. to ask really really quickly how do you on the flip side of that how, how do you keep him balanced you know there's a lot of talk in the media at the moment around you know, Kane Corns has suggested you know about an, an enormous contract will be uh will be tabled moving forward you know how, how do you keep him in the moment to ensure his mind doesn't drift you know towards that success and you know you know with with young athletes uh that can sometimes be a bit of a challenge well the the, the easiest thing to do um Jeeva and you would know, you you may know this being on this program is um, we have we have a real anti Kane Corns uh, messaging on um, on our SCN breakfast. So when he says something, it's actually quite easy to brush it away and know that um, that isn't maybe the common fact. But um, <laughs> there's been a few numbers bandied around about him. Uh, but uh, you, all you do is you just make a, you make a bit of a joke about this sort of stuff because you can let it fester away. And it's like oh look at Shay's going to get a million dollars or whatever or something like that or whatever it is. It's actually like. Or what about you, Shay? You're going to be the richest man in Melbourne when your new contract comes through. It's actually like just jovial, you know, jovial making it a bit more jovial and, and, and making a bit of fun about it because it, it, he feeds off that and he maybe falls, falls into his little bit of bravado or whatnot. So, um, yeah, <laughs> you can't get too serious with that sort of stuff. Oh, I've got to ask you, mate, um, the saga during the week with uh, Eddie Betts. I know the... Indigenous um, teammates of yours and community you've been involved with. It's a big, serious part of your life. What have you made of it, mate? Oh, I'm just... Uh, you know what? I, I spoke to Eddie very briefly the other night, um, and I'm just gutted. Just gutted for him. That, um, and, and for all of the Indigenous players that went on that camp, and for non-Indigenous players that went on that camp, that, um, that have been hurt. And, and probably just, to be honest, haven't been supported one iota since it. So, um, yeah, oh, God, yeah, it's, 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 it really is. It's, it's, a, it's a tough point in time because not only now are we, it's been dredged back up, what, four years after it. And, and, and funnily enough, I've got to reach out to you. I feel a bit responsible too because obviously we're at, we're, Richmond were the team that beat Adelaide. I say I feel a bit responsible, but... Like they're playing the Richmond song, they're doing all these Richmond things, and and um, just it just sits nowhere near well with me. It's and and now you have to relive it again and and whatnot. But I'm glad that we're getting to the bottom of it as well. That's the other thing is that there's been so many little hearsay about it, and myths about it, and people saying, "Oh, this didn't happen," and it turns out that it did. That the truth the truth is, is there. Um, and unfortunately, it's a bit of an ugly truth at the moment. Are you going to uh, throw any Ed Langdon barbs at Port Adelaide before you um, get to Adelaide, mate? Just to, 
Is that something you might uh, a challenge for your teammates this week? We'll, we'll rev up. Um, we'll rev up the boys over there. Why, Steve? Jesus, Jesus! I tell you what, it's uh, what he's done, and and you know what? He, it, it, it might, that might be the case. It, it, it may be the truth, but he's got the big the big box of kerosene and just poured it right on what is going to be <laughs> an unbelievable game tonight. And there is flames a hundred meters high, and there's going to be so many more people watching it on that little buy storage night. Give overs and unders, boys. I'm telling you, 150 times that'll get mentioned on the broadcast tonight. I've got absolutely no doubt. That's the line, 150 times, and I'm going with the overs. Do you think the pies will use as motivation? <laughs> I would be. Yeah, I would be. And even if it's not a just a, even if it's not Craig McRae saying it, it'd be like. Players, oh, we may have just lost Jack there. I think he's uh, wound him up a little bit, oh. but uh, no, no barbs towards Adelaide. They, they're a very good side, and we've had a really good battle with them only recently, about six weeks ago. Um, it can be a different kettle of fish over there in Adelaide. Will they? Uh, they play very well over there. See all the Commonwealth Games action on Seven Plus. Watch event replays, men's trending highlights, and all the action on demand. We're going to be watching the footy tonight. That's for sure. We look forward to watching the Mighty Tigers. Keep their finals. Up the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Good luck, pal. Hey, boys. Don't, get, don't break more bones, eh? All right, I'll try not to. <laughs> Good on you, mate.